Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves here on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and joined again this week by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. So we talked about our holiday budget last week. And of course, more importantly, sticking to that budget. What are we going to cover today on Good Money Moves? Sure. So today we're going to be talking about the negative emotions that many people experience when they spend money and then some of the ways to overcome those negative feelings. Huh. Right? Yeah. Interesting topic. Yes, it is. Um, So at the end of the day, money is not about finances. It's actually about emotions. It really is. Um, When you can really recognize and regulate your emotional responses to money, this is when you have true financial control. and this is something I've kind of alluded to in many different episodes, but this is we're kind of approaching it from a little bit of a, a different perspective today. So, so should we lay down on the couch for our session? Sure. If, yeah, get comfortable. <laughs> yeah, get comfortable. We're going to talk about some things that you may not want to think about. Um, so most the most common negative emotions um, people have in relation to spending money is guilt and shame. Um, I know I've felt that before when spending money many times. Um, So, but just before we get too deep into that, so I do want to just kind of explain quickly. So many people tend to conflate these two terms, guilt and shame, um, and they think that they're similar. and they're you know synonyms, but they're not. Um, they're they're very similar emotions, but they stem from different stimuli. So guilt has to do with feeling bad about a negative impact you've had or may have had on others, right? So you impulsively spend money on a new shirt for yourself, and afterwards, you kind of think about the fact that you should have maybe spent that money to cover some of your family needs, right? That's oh, yeah. Um, while shame, on the other hand, is a feeling that is kind of evoked when you let yourself down or you don't quite live up to your own expectations uh, or your own sense of what is right. So let's say you told yourself no more eating out. It's getting too expensive. Then the next day you're out running errands and you go to the drive through for lunch and you go, oh. I shouldn't have done that, right? That's that kind of shameful feeling. And there's varying levels and intensity <laughs> to some of this, depending on what it is and who you are as a person, right? So yep. um, so those are just some examples to kind of give you a, a sense of what we're talking about today. Okay. I can relate. Yeah. So what factors affect the levels of these negative emotions that you might feel after you spend the money? Yeah. So you're your beliefs and values about um, how and when you spend and save money are derived from a couple of different factors, right? So your upbringing and your family of origin is a, is a really a key one, right? So if you're, for example, if your parents were savers and you tend to spend a lot, your level of guilt for spending may end up being higher than someone whose parents were also spenders, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. 
Yeah. So um, another factor that kind of can play into your level of intensity for feeling guilt or shame in certain purchases um, is your socioeconomic status now versus in the past, right? So if you came from a low income background as a child and you now maybe have a, a more financially stable situation, that can sometimes create kind of this dissonance and feelings about spending. Like you, you were always told, oh, we don't have money for that. We don't have money for that. And then now here you are as an adult spending money on the things you were always told you couldn't have. That can create some really um, conflated feelings. Well, I think the shame might come into play there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then you have to think too about your emotional state at the time of the purchase that you're making. So some people t- are emotional spenders and they impulse buy as, as more of a coping mechanism um, versus someone who has carefully considered the purchase before buying, right? So those would be two very different levels of feelings that come with those types of pur- purchases. And I imagine if you spend the time to consider it, you're much less likely to feel either guilt or shame. Exactly, exactly. Although you still can, <laughs> which, which, you know, emotions don't always make sense. <laughs> um, so another thing that can factor into how you feel about your spending um, are your friends, right? So if you tend to be a saver, but you spend a lot of time with people who are spenders, you may end up spending more money than you feel like you should be. And that can create a really big sense of guilt and shame. Been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of that keeping up with the Joneses type concept. Um, And also your current financial state, right? If you have a lot of debt hanging over your head versus someone who has a decent amount of savings, you know, that can factor into that level of guilt and shame that you feel as well. I imagine what I mean, this all comes into play of what your financial goals are, where you want to be, and then that being that nebulous thing and what your actual actions are. Exactly. Exactly. Is it ever a good thing to experience these emotions when we're talking about your spending habits? Yes. Uh, Yes. Guilt and shame um, can be a really good emotional indicator that you've made a wrong choice about your money or anything (laughs) or anything for that matter. That is really, they are your conscience. That's how your conscience talks to you is through emotion, right? So if you listen to it, it can help you make better decisions in the future. Um, so if you're going into debt or you're missing your savings goals, right, then the guilt you're feeling is definitely warranted. So don't brush right? it off. Yeah, don't brush it off. Um, so it it's difficult to spend without guilt, right, if you know for a fact that you're dropping the ball on some like key financial basics, you know, thinking about, you know, paying off debt and savings and, you know, things like that can, it, it, it's there for a reason, right? So to give you some kind of some additional real life examples of what this looks like when it would be, when feeling these feelings is, is true and you need to reflect on them, right? So if you break promises, Right. If you promised your spouse not to spend money on a new TV until the next big sale came up so you could pay cash for it and you but then you decided you just could not wait anymore and you went out and you bought it on credit at a higher price than what you agreed. Hey, the big game is coming up. Yeah. We gotta have it this weekend. Exactly. Right. So you broke a promise and you probably feel guilty or a little bit of shame around that. You should. You probably should. <laughs> you probably should. Um, and you should probably apologize to your spouse and maybe even return the TV. Um, <laughs> well, now you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah, okay, I'm not going to play a relationship (laughs) counselor today. But um, so another situation where guilt and shame is telling you something you should pay attention to when you're kind of being a bit of a hypocrite, right? So you told your spouse to stop spending money on treats for the kids because it's putting you over budget and it's just, they don't need it and it's needless, you know, don't spend that money. But then the next time you're all running errands, you buy them ice cream. Yeah, the good one is, uh, oh, we're spending too much money going out to eat and then going out to lunch with the coworkers and mm-hmm. buy an expensive lunch. Oops. Same example. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so another good kind of example of when feeling guilt or shame is good for you, right? You frequently overindulge, right? So if you're frequently buying things that you were not planning to buy when you're at the store, just because you saw them and it made you momentarily happy, right? Only you later realize you now have this huge credit card bill or you now can't afford to cover your bills on time. That would be... Those are those are real reasons to feel guilt and shame. These are all things to pay attention to. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're talking about emotions and spending on Good Money Moves today. We'll continue with that with Jenna Tobble in just a moment on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Menards has the best and brightest ideas for and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. It's Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. At, <laughs> we're, uh, what is this, a counseling session today? No. <laughs> I felt I like it for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, I did. Let's confess to whatever we did. We're talking about emotions that are tied to your spending and your finances. Yeah. So are there, we talk a lot about the negative ones, the guilt, the shame. Are there times when you're negative or your your financial conscience, let's put it that way. Yeah. Are there times when it's steering you wrong and maybe you're overreacting to those emotions? Yeah, so good question. And the answer, the short answer is yes, right? So uh, if your budget is tight, Um, It can often feel really difficult to justify even the smallest expenses. Um, So you're bound to feel some level, some sense of guilt or shame about spending when you feel like you shouldn't be. so I'll give you, you know, a couple examples of, of when you might feel that guilt and shame, but really you should just let it go and not dwell on it. Okay. Um, So if you've budgeted for the expense, For example, if you have given yourself $50 a month to spend on impulse buys, then when you see a new shirt you like for under that amount and you buy it, there is no need for your conscience to weigh in here. You have budgeted for that money. You are allowed to spend the money according to your budget. So that's why it's important to have that built into your budget. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you got to have fun. I mean, you work hard for that money. You got to have fun with it sometimes or you're going to just be miserable. Um, so another example would be if you've saved up for it. It's kind of similar to if you budgeted for it. But so let's say you've always wanted a cappuccino machine and you've planned ahead for the purchase. All your bills are paid for. You're not going into debt over making this purchase. 
you should not feel shame or guilt for buying it. This okay. is something you've planned for. It's not going to be a cappuccino machine for me, but I get the point. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My significant other wants a cappuccino <laughs> machine. That is where that example came from. <laughs> um, so, or, so another time when you should not feel guilt or shame is when you truly need it. Um, there are times when buying a whole new wardrobe is actually a need and not a want. Um, sure. For example, when you're pregnant, you need maternity wear. Or if you've gone through a physical transformation and you've lost all this weight, you now need clothes that fit your new frame, right? Well, These are needs and not wants. Or you moved into a new position where there's um, maybe the dress code's a little snazzier. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great example as well. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely times, um, you know, a lot of times clothing specifically gets brushed into the want category but it tr there are definitely times where it's truly a need and, and you need to feel it and it's okay to spend that money well you know you're going to get arrested if you don't have clothing so well yeah i mean there's so that obviously it has to be on the budget yes somewhere <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm just picturing someone running down no, the street I shouldn't have done, thanks I shouldn't, andy <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Sorry. Uh, so another example of when you should not be feeling guilt or shame about your spending is when the money is gifted to you. This one, I will be honest, is really hard for me. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so when you get a gift, so listen to my example here. So when you get a gift card to like Target or Amazon, you should not feel guilty about buying something for yourself to enjoy. Um, do not spend it on dog food. Do not spend it on that new trash can. Do not buy something else you need for your household. You are allowed to enjoy these gifts guilt-free. I'm kind of giving myself a pep talk right I, now. True confession. <laughs> this, this one is hard for me. You know, it is a gift. Mm -hmm. And the person who gave it to you meant for you to do something frivolous with it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or something That's you why really want. That's why I tell people, don't give me cash or gift cards. Just buy me something because <laughs> I will just end up spending it on my kids or on something well, like a they, trash can. I would say, I'll give you a new trash can then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really, at the end of the day, you shouldn't feel guilty about spending money if it improves your life and it's in line with your budget and you've planned ahead for spending that money. Okay. There's no need to feel guilty. Once again, going back to planning. Yes. That's always seems to be the central theme here. I have a plan yeah. and work with that plan. Yes. So what are ways I can alleviate the feelings of guilt and shame when it comes to spending the cash? Yeah. So uh, the big reason people feel guilt about spending money is they think that the money should or could be going towards something better or maybe more important. Well, right? you know, That's that might be true, too. That's where stems from. It might be, which we talked about, right? And, you know, when it is when you should feel that and when you should listen to that. Um, but this feeling is usually from the result of lack of planning or impulse buying, right? So when you're not sure if the $100 you just spent on eating out was part of your grocery budget or maybe your dream home down payment, you're gonna feel guilt, you're gonna feel shame. Yeah. Cause you don't know. Um, you feel like you're robbing yourself somehow or you're robbing the people that you care for. You know, in doing our budget, I found out that one of the most important things not to overlook is I call it the entertainment budget. And that's that going yeah. out to eat part because mm -hmm. you all, until you get it just right, you're, you're always underestimating it. Oh, absolutely. So be realistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you want, okay. 
Yeah. Well, and, but you're kind of on the right track, right? So right. one of the very best ways to alleviate these unpleasant emotions is to start budgeting. So once you start understanding how much you actually need to pay your bills, um, how much it costs to fill your fridge and your cupboards, um, and you can save money towards some of your bigger financial goals, right? Like you won't have to worry about your spending choices, you know, if they could have been used for something more important because you already know, you've already prioritized those. So having a plan for your money will really create this mental shift in the way that you view spending for the better. Yes. Right, so instead of thinking, I should be doing something more responsible with this money, you'll start to think, all of my bills and goals are covered, so now it's time to treat myself for working hard because I earned it. And then it's guilt-free. I, I, yeah. And it's, I cannot stress how good it feels when you do have that plan laid out and you get it adjusted to how you actually are living. Oh, absolutely. And you and I have talked about this in the past. It's so mm-hmm. kind of twisted to me that I actually enjoy when I sit down every week and I go over the budget. Yeah. Because I've got to get kind of dialed in now. Yeah. And I go, oh, gosh, look at that. It, it's actually the it, it's working the way it should. And the money's going to where it should be going. And we're mm-hmm. still reaching, you know, the fin- and if, we, if it changes, then you got to tweak something and, and get it back into that balance where it needs to be, where where you are meeting all of your goals and paying for the things you need to pay for. Um, We have to take a quick break, Jenna. All right. We're going to continue talking about emotions and money and spending and financial planning and good money moves right here on Good Money Moves. News Talk 1340, Carol C.A. on 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This is News Talk 1340, KROC. Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. Jenna Tobbles with me from First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about emotions and money. And we had, we ended the last segment on a very happy note, didn't we? Yes. Yes, we did. We had the budget in place. Yeah. We had the ability to do something fun with the money if we wish to because we had all our bases covered. Yeah. So the next step, then once you've got your budget in place, you have to trust it. Okay. This is, I know, it sounds weird, right? So if you're not used to budgeting, you're going to second guess yourself for a couple of months and you might and you might very well get it wrong the first couple oh, of months. Oh, I tries. guarantee you will. But you have to trust that this month you did the math. You know that going out to eat isn't going to stop you from paying off your debt or buying a house someday or saving enough for retirement, right? Right. You've you've already planned for all that. You know where your money's going. So you should not spend any extra negative energy feeling guilty or shameful about going out to eat when you've planned ahead for it. Yep. This is and this is, you know, I I bring this up specifically because it is something that part of the reason people don't want to budget is because they don't trust themselves to do it right. So, and we've mentioned this before in past episodes when we talked about budgeting, you're not going to get it right the first time. And that's okay. As long as you're trying and you just go back and you go, okay, well, maybe I do need to give myself a little bit more money in my going out to eat and a little less in my, 
you know, gas budget because I didn't actually, I don't actually drive that much, you know, so you've got to fiddle with it. Yeah, there's adjustments that always have to be made. But in the grand scheme of things, you're probably going to come out pretty close to where you anticipated you would be, especially if you're using your past spending as yep. your template for your budget going forward. But what you're talking about there is you hit the nail right on the head because that used to be me that when we went out to eat someplace, I would always be, you know, you're talking about the guilty feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. gosh, this money. But when the budget's in play and I know I have this much set aside for this type of thing. It mm-hmm. makes that meal so much more enjoyable. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, you almost don't have to think about it. You can just enjoy yourself, enjoy the f- good food that you didn't have to cook, and <laughs> go about your day. You don't yeah. have to start a, a marital battle about going out to eat anymore. And you're helping a local <laughs> business. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so another uh, important kind of thing to adopt to help you overcome the feelings of guilt and shame when it comes to spending is adopting the practice of what's called conscious spending. Um, so conscious spending is the approach of knowing um, or deciding maybe exactly what you're going to spend your money on and knowing ahead of time. So it's 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 just, it's a little bit different from budgeting, right? Um, in that it's about laying out a plan of how you're going to allocate your spending money, whether you want to buy new clothes, enjoy a nice dinner, or you put you know money more money into your savings for a vacation. Um, it sounds like budgeting, but it's actually more granular than that, right? So you're you're actually designing a spending plan for your money. Um, and you could kind of free yourself from any guilt or shame you have about spending your hard-earned money by doing this, right? So it's it's really just about being very intentional. So what you're you're kind of getting intentional with your fun money. Yeah. So if you have that idea that you want to buy that 85-inch television, mm-hmm. you intentionally plan your spending accordingly, so you can put it into the budget in that area. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just breaking down those different, it's almost like breaking down the different categories um, in your budget on a much more granular level. So instead of just having that $50 of fun money for the month, you go, this is exactly what I'm going to spend my fun money on this month. Yeah. Or I'm going to not spend that much and carry it over to the next month so I can do this. Exactly. Yep. It's just being very thoughtful about all the purchases you make. Um, So the... Kind of the last tip I would give um, to help people not feel that guilt and shame that they may feel when they spend money, um, skip the credit card. You should not feel good. <laughs> you should not feel good about going into debt for small purchases. Um, so if, if you have to put something on a credit card in order to buy the thing, then you probably don't really need to buy that thing. Um, similarly, I would say that if you have to dip into your emergency fund and there is no actual emergency, then you should not buy that item. So but the game is this weekend. I need the TV. That's an emergency. No, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it might feel that way in the moment, right? right? But might. that's where you're going to feel that guilt yeah. afterwards too. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, so these types of scenarios would definitely lead you to feelings of guilt and shame. So you want to avoid 
doing those types of things because that's your that's your financial conscience signaling to you that you are not making a good financial decision so listen to it yes yeah and then you can get to that place where you can do the things that you're trying to do now because you have met your financial goals exactly. without the guilt yeah huh. this has been a good counseling session jenna yeah <laughs> I feel so much. I'm here to help. I feel so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent information as always. So, along these lines, what kind of resources can I find at the First Alliance Credit Union website, or or even with your uh, your many helpful people working at the First Alliance Credit Union? Yeah. So, of course, visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, I would strongly suggest that you subscribe to our blog. We release new um, financial tips and advice, much like what we talked about um, today, every week, and you can get it in your inbox. Um, We, of course, have several educational resource pages out there. Um, Some really good ones are our resource page on budgeting and savings um, to help you kind of get started and, and get a good feel for how to be better at doing those things. Of course, if you're already a member at First Alliance Credit Union, we have free tools available to you in our online and mobile banking platforms. Um, Some of the ones I like to talk about most, as you probably know already, Andy, are the My Money tool. This one is really going to help you um, budget and track your spending. And then there's the My Cards feature within our mobile app, which that one actually lets you kind of stop yourself from spending if you're going over budget. So these are just some good tools to help keep you on track. And, um, you know, past episodes of this show are really great resources as well. We've talked about so many topics. Um, I would suggest visiting firstalliancecu.com slash podcast, or you can go to carocnews.com to listen to any of our past episodes. Um, You can even subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and tune in podcasting services and get get them right on your phone every week. Um, And of course, our team at First Alliance Credit Union is here to help you make good money moves uh, when it comes to your finances. So I would strongly encourage you to reach out to our advisors here at First Alliance. Um, They can really help get you pointed in the right financial direction. And once you are and you have a a plan, you will not feel as much shame and guilt. (laughs) They got it out trying to squish those two words together there at the end. you will not feel that same level of shame and guilt as you do with your spending once you have that plan in place. And our advisors can help you make that happen. All right. Well, fantastic. Thanks, Jenna. Yeah. And we will talk to you again next week as we bring Mm -hmm. you another episode of Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340 KROC AM 